under opposition governments, particularly if they impose the sort of neoliberal policies that hurt the poor people of Venezuela enormously during the decades prior to Hugo Chavez's election in the late 90s. We've been speaking with Alexander Maine. He's Director of International Policy at the Center for Economic and Policy Research. You can find their work, including Alex's piece, The United States Hand in Undermining Democracy in Venezuela, online at CEPR.net. That's C-E-P-R dot net. Alexander Maine, thank you very much for joining us today on Counterspin. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And that's it for Counterspin for this week. Counterspin is produced by FAIR, the National Media Watch Group based in New York, online at FAIR.org. The show is engineered by Erica Rosado. I'm Janine Jackson. Thanks for listening to Counterspin. are tuning in to KBOO 90.7 FM. This KBOO program has been made possible in part by KBOO Foundation members and support from Portland Five Centers for the Arts, presenting The Chieftains, February 20th, 2019, at the Newmark Theater. More information online at portland5.com. KBU Community Radio is a proud sponsor of the Clinton Street Resistance Series every Monday night at the Clinton Street Theater. Monday, January 14th, Clinton Street Resistance will screen the film Dirty Dancing, where Baby learns about love, adult responsibility, and the dirty boogie. Again, that's Dirty Dancing, showing Monday, January 14th at 7 p.m. at the Clinton Street Theater. 2522 Southeast Clinton Street in Portland. More information can be found at kboo.fm on the right side of the homepage under Community Events. The World Arts Foundation and KBOO would like to invite you to the 34th anniversary and tribute to the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Entitled, We've Come This Far, Keep Alive the Dream. On Monday, January 21st, 2019, from 11 a.m. till 6 p.m. at the Highland Christian Center, 7600 Northeast Gleason Street. There'll be a host of civic leaders, choirs, the Jefferson Dancers, and of course, our own Victory Village Marketplace. Again, Keep Alive the Dream. Monday, January 21st from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. at the Highland Christian Center, 7600 Northeast Gleason, presented by the World Arts Foundation and broadcast live by KBOO Community Radio.
are tuning in to KBOO 90.7 FM, and I'm your host, Rachel Hartley. Tonight is Bread and Roses. The 40, I think it's 40 years old, the show is, I believe, but I'll need to have somebody else tell me um, how long it's been, but I know the show's been going on before I was born, which is tight. Power to the people, power to the women. And tonight, we'll be discussing black women's plight during this government shutdown. Now, this is Bread and Roses, but whenever I'm airing, or whenever you hear my voice on the air, it will always be titled Evergreen, because I believe, like myself, I am evergreen. Always changing, forever evolving, trying to be the best person that I can be for myself and for my people and for the rest of the community. So, this is Bread and Roses, but whenever Rachel Hartley is on, it's called Evergreen, and I hope that that sounds smooth to all of you. (laughs) In tonight's show, we'll be joined with a wonderful guest, and this is almost so, this is so awesome because um, she and I have um, hosted a podcast together, we've always been on air together, and I trust her whenever she gets on the mic. Welcome, Janelle. I almost made a fart noise, but I thought better <laughs> of it. No. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Parks and Rec. I can't. You go. You you let me give that classy intro. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, y'all. That was hilarious. She's so funny. Oh man. Oh man. I'm so excited for us to discuss tonight because I know that you know we we both have um talked to each other about everything that's been going on in the news and everything that's been going on in the nation regarding uh, the government shutdown. And in our news uh, segments tonight, we, uh, in our news stories, excuse me, we really talked about um, the government shutdown and how it's been affecting so many people. It's disheartening and it, it hurts my soul to see the stories online you know on social media people will go on and and share their stories which is beautiful the uh the art of social media where people can go on and and let people know their struggles uh without that information i don't know how we all would have come to the same consensus that our government is failing has been failing and in my opinion with the system that we have now it will forever fail marginalized people and so I just want to give that tidbit before we begin. And I really want to um, just like make that space in this in this space right now, the boardroom that we're in right now. And for all of you who are listening to understand that this is a state of emergency. And I hope that when you do pay attention to news headlines or to social media headlines, or even when you have conversations with people that That's the language that you use when you talk about the government and the shutdown and the wall and what, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is a a state of emergency. And I, I hope that people, after this episode, you really get that into your language because this isn't a, you know, forget Trump situation and I'm not using, uh, uh, my proper language and how I address him because we're on the radio. But whenever you address the situation, this is a, a state of emergency. How, how do you, Janelle, first off, before we get into our main topic so that we can go ahead and, and air this out about the government, how do you, what is your intake on all of this? Uh, my intake is, uh, it's going to just be a segue, really. Go ahead. Because this is, um, the white people's fault, in my opinion. There's a lot of white people who felt disenfranchised during the 2016 election and they ended up voting for Donald Trump. And now they're realizing that they're getting exactly what they voted for. Like you thought that he was going to go into the White House and blow it up and everything would be fine. Like it wasn't going to be politics as usual with him. He's a businessman. He's going to run the country like a business. He's going to make us wealthy. And it's like, what has he done for you? Like a lot of y'all are losing your, um, the aid that you were getting from the government that you hated. 
you're not getting your food stamps. You're not getting uh, your transportation that was probably paid for by the government. You're not getting your Medicaid, your Medicare. You're missing out on a lot of stuff. And if you work for the government, now you're now you're not getting paid. And it's like black people are the people who are suffering the worst from this. And once again, like it's like white people's decisions are always going to affect us negatively, which is so frustrating. It's like what do we have to do in order to get fair treatment in order for people to even care about us getting fair treatment Mm -hmm. so yeah totally and i um i just want to say that (laughs) it just it just makes me it makes me laugh because you bring up white people and people i don't know at least in this state like it's always really hard for people to really discuss like yes this white supremacy is happening. This is a part of white supremacy. Why do you think well, that is? I was just, I was literally about to jump in and say it's yeah, because um, there's a term for this that I can't say on the radio, but it's basically just like white people patting each other on the back because they feel like they've done enough mm-hmm. when they haven't. It's like, just because you know the language doesn't mean that you're implementing what that language means into your life. Just because you know what a microaggression is doesn't mean that you don't, doesn't mean that you're not being microaggressive towards me. Mm. Just because you know like that we live in a capitalist system doesn't mean that you don't adhere to capitalist system, systemic ways. So what are you doing in your time to like actually dismantle the system what are you doing to even disrupt the system besides talking to a different white person about how much you guys care about this issue like there where how far can your care go if all you're doing is speaking mm-hmm. yeah totally and i just i just went on uh, instagram live um hey y'all hi we are over here at kboo fm i know you can't see her but janelle's right under Sorry, this mic y'all. right here it's I'm, okay i'm in pain and everything I'm yeah leaning back. No, don't even worry about it <laughs> <laughs> we're in pain <laughs> we're hurting and um this is terrible and i just i just want to uh say hey to everybody who's on instagram live we are here with bread and roses once again and we are talking about the government shutdown when it comes to the two black people and what white supremacy means in between all of that um i'm going to cut into a music break and then uh we will go ahead and continue our discussion thanks y'all let's go
MCM backpack, little bag back. I am Killmonger. No one's perfect, but no one's worthless. We ain't deserving of everything heaven and earth is, but word is good. This is my home. So no one's perfect, but no one's worthless. We ain't deserving of everything heaven and earth is, but word is good. Northern California. They better call a paramedic in the street I got leverage in the street I'm a California and I'm heavy in the streets 22 or 23, I'm heavy with the heat Hit you with the top, paramedics can't save you Really in the field, come on bro, I know that angel 2018, hell no, I ain't gon' you, go to TDE and SOB, we can't lose Mate, that's just something I can't relate to Turn on the gang, that's just something that I can't do Touch a milk, then get your bands up. Something with the gang. Yeah, I had to man up. One fist in the air. I ain't finna put my hands up. it means a lot it really does and this song is very important if you don't know that it's important i think that you should uh, just listen listen to the whole black panther album actually yeah totally She want a dog, I'm a great dame I got great aim, my sage and my damn chain My mama told me keep a stash for the damn rain They ain't wanna see me win cause I'm black So I put up in that all black bins in the back If you need someone to call, on the man for the test You ain't standing for the calls, meet the man in the back Wow <laughs> Okay, listen Hello, listeners. You are listening to KBOO 90.7 FM. This is Evergreen with your host, Rachel Hartley. I just got done with a dance-off. Really? <laughs> I'm all hot now. I got, like, I got so many layers on. It's cold outside, y'all. <sighs> wow. I bet you ain't never, uh, 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 um, I bet you ain't never had a host dance in between sessions, KBOO. It's new. Hello. All right, y'all. We are back. We are talking about the terrible government shutdown. We're talking about black women in the plight of the government shutdown. And I also want to talk about, I just, you know, after listening to paramedic, I also want to talk about black children (laughs) in this as well, because there's a lot of babies that are not going to eat. Well, yeah, there are a lot of babies. There are a lot of black babies who are not going to be eating this next month. And so I, I, another tip for everybody, if you don't know how to get involved, if you don't know how to help out, ask somebody, you know, 
ask somebody or look it up or look it up you know there's people who have gofundmes up the yang right yes, now. yes i literally just put up a gofundme a lot of people who are watching know that i put up a gofundme because uh the government did not give me my assistance because i was too late for the shutdown now they said oh we didn't get all of your information but i gave them all my information you know but um it, it it's just it's just it, it's another thing of the plight like that's the word the plight the plight like people are not gonna eat now i'm grown and i have a job and now i i can find ways to sustain myself and i have a community of people who love me and who will take care of me because they know that i'm in it for the goodness of the people right and like i'm here to not only make my dreams come true but to never forget about black people on my way there but it just disheartens me how do you feel about that Janelle? um i feel like i had like i don't know how many people are on tumblr i don't really know the demographic of the listeners but there was a really nice uh post that somebody made that was basically talking about um one of the reasons that uh republicans have let this standoff go on for so long instead of just siding with democrats is because this is what they want they want people to not have government funds they want people to die out they have always wanted black people to die out this is literally documented like not just slavery but you have to think about like after reconstruction period when um whoever that stupid president was who said birth of a nation was the best film that could have ever happened uh, in society and if you've never seen that and i'm not talking about the one that came out a few years ago with gabrielle union i'm talking about the original one where it was basically saying like black people should be slaves because if we are not slaves then we are wild animals who cannot be controlled and slavery was a way for us to be closer to being humans so you have hmm. to understand wow. this is what we're coming from wow. then you have the the tuskegee um mm-hmm. like yeah experiments mm-hmm. you have black women being experimented on and black people were experimented through the entire of slave entire period and of the slavery. entire history of america literally and i and I don't care how many white people are listening and feel uncomfortable about us talking about racism. Racism is not over. You guys want to be so far removed. I don't care. The 70s was not that long ago. Hmm. I don't have grandparents who were born in the 70s. I have grandparents who were born in the 30s. My mom was born in the 50s. My mom was born in the 50s. Racism was not that long ago. The Civil Rights Act was not even passed until 1964. So before we can even move on that is what y'all need to understand Mm. because what happens to a law when it becomes when it goes from de jure it becomes de facto that's how segregation works and that is how racism is working and continuing to work in every system in every job exactly and i i agree with you and i think that the funny thing is is that we have more information and we're not afraid to say that we have more information yeah we are not as young black people we're stepping up we're stepping out we're rolling in rolling out and we're letting people know like hello older black person this is what's happening they're using you yeah they're using you and they hate they hate that young black people are just so educated these days and i don't care what type of schooling that you have whether it be catholic whether it be public, whether it be private, whether it be whatever, thanks to Google, black people, young black people have so much more information. Right. But everybody should have that information. Everyone should. Because at the end of the day, the only way that change can come is if we're all on one accord. Right. And we're not. Right. We're not. And that is why the government is doing what it's doing. There's not, your government represents you. There is a representative for so many people. So you get a representative based on your population having so many people, correct? So what we need to understand now is that if our government represents us, that means we outnumber them. But for some reason, while they are still getting paid, we are suffering. People who depend on government money are suffering even though we pay them. Your tax money is going to them. They are your representatives. And yet we are the ones who are suffering because of it. It just, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And I think that even this moment right now, like us speaking, it just, 
And I know I talk about April Ryan a lot, but she means a lot to me. Right. She means a lot to me because she is an older black person who is like, we need to talk about this. Why? Why am I not allowed to speak on this as like a black woman? I'm going to sit in the front every single time. Right. You will try to kick me out, but I need another young black girl like myself who's watching her. She gives me hope that I can sit here and I could be in the front and be like, I have some questions. Right. And I need answers and today. And honestly, April Ryan shouldn't be the person to do that because nope. black people are doing enough. Okay. We are literally doing enough. Yeah. And this is where it comes full circle because it's time for white people to step up and do something about it. It is. Because y'all got us into it. I don't care if you didn't vote for Donald Trump. Your cousin did. Your aunt did. Huh. Your grandpa did. Mm-hmm. You know somebody who voted for Donald Trump. You do. So figure it out. Money Trees. Up next is Money Trees by Kendrick Lamar featuring J-Rock. Tune in. KBOO 90.7. Let's go. Churches with Pirelli skirting Pirelli skirting Gang signs out the window, yeah, bish Yeah, bish Hoping yeah, all of them offend you, yeah, bish Yeah, bish They say yeah, your bish. hood is a pot of gold A pot of gold And dough. we go crash it when nobody's home Holly Berry or Holly Blue Pick your poison, tell me what you do Everybody gon' respect the shooter But the one in front of the line
They got a mic, turn to a million, then we all rich. That's just how I feel. the last one out to get this dough. No way, love one of your bucket head. No way, hit the streets, then we break the code. No way, hit the brakes when they on patrol. No way, be the last one out to get this dough. No way, love one of your bucket head. Rock up in them projects where them nips again pick your pockets and the claws don't miss them stockings liquor spilling pistols popping bacon soda ain't no turkey on Thanksgiving my homeboy just don't I just hope the Lord forgive him pops with ranch wolf residue every day I'm hustling what else is a thug to do when you eat cheese from the government gotta put five for my daughter and them get the up out my way not that drum and I got them bands just like a parade Drop that work up in the bushes, hope them boys don't see my stash If they do tell the truth, this the last time you might see my From the gardens where the grass ain't cut, them serpents lurking blood Selling, selling drugs, but it's all good Broken promises, still you're watching, tell you what time it is Take your J's and tell you to kick it where a falaka is In the streets with a heater under my dungarees Dreams of me getting shaded under money trip Pick your boys and tell me what you do. Everybody go respect the shooter. But the one in front of the night lives forever. The one in front of the night lives forever. And I've been hustling all day. This a way, better way. Through canals and alleyways. Just to say, money trees is the perfect place for shade. And that's just how I feel. Hello, hello. We are back. <laughs> we just got blessed by the wonderful Alyssa Pariah. If you don't know her, then you need to get to know her. Yes, you do. She's absolutely amazing. And um, I'm always inspired by her. So uh, thank you so much for blessing us. And on my live uh, Instagram. Now my mic is all messed up, y'all. Now give me some time. But um, Janelle, if you want to go ahead and carry on and, and pick up from where we had uh, uh, dropped off on uh, with the latest conversation uh, about the government shutdown and why... I want to ask, why is it important for black women to stay involved with current news just like this? Um, hmm, that's a tough question because I feel like everybody should stay involved with current news. Like everybody needs to know and understand what's going on because the biggest reason that people can't see eye to eye on things and people are not understanding each other's plights is because people are coming from different levels of understanding what's going on around them and that that has to do with local government that has to do with state government and federal government it has to do with the fact that some people refuse to listen to what other people are saying and so I think for black women to stay involved is the most important thing because then they can know what other people are actually saying about them and be like, yo, yeah. I know who's not rocking with me and mm -hmm. I know who is rocking with me. So I'm going to stay over here where it's safe for me mm -hmm. um, and do what I need to do. Because at the end of the day, and I've said this on KBOO before, black women are always the last to yeah. be brought up when it comes to race relations. Mm -hmm. So uh, we always do for ourselves. Yeah, always. And I, I um, I think that it's it's also important to discuss like black women always doing for themselves, always take try, trying to take care of the children. Yeah, because like if if you are just now tuning in, we were discussing how the kids there's kids that won't have food because of the government shutdown. Yeah, there are children, who and you have to think about this affects kids who go to public school. Yeah, and whose meal whose only meals come from public school lunches. Yeah. There are people, um, I think that um, someone else uh, in the news had been speaking about um, the government shut down with, it, we were talking about so many different implications of how this will affect people. And I believe that we are on day, I don't know if it's day 19 or day 20. I thought it was day 21, but it might be day 20. It might be. Either way, the longest government shutdown was 21 days. And that was in 1995. I was born in 1995. And that was the longest in history. And we are either at that mark or by tomorrow, we will be exceeding that mark as the longest shutdown in American history. Right. 
because Donald Trump thinks we're going to find $5 million out of thin air to build an invisible wall. And that's because this man does not have foresight. Just because you have $5 million to build a wall doesn't mean it's going to be put up the next day. Do you understand how labor works? Do you understand how building things work? I, I feel like you don't. I actually know that you don't because <laughs> you are not smart. I, you got voted. You were literally... The 2016 election was literally like voting for prom king. It was. It was a popularity contest. But that's what the elections are. They're popularity contests. Right. Whoever has the most money gets to be in office. And I might make a lot of people angry when I say this. Black, white, and in between whoever, whatever color you are. President Obama became president not only because, you know, he's smart and he's intelligent and he's charismatic. And he's not any of those things. He's. Oh, President Obama. Oh, President Obama. I thought you. I sorry. My mind. I was so My sure. mind spazzed a little and I <laughs> thought you said President Trump. And I was like, um, is was she like, okay? I oh. <laughs> you see the gap? <laughs> <laughs> not my president. I have two mugs of him and one Michelle Obama paper calendar I just got for Christmas. Thanks, Janelle. <laughs> the other Janelle, not the other me. Janelle, my my older sister. Um, um, I don't know who. Actually, I think she got that for me. I can't remember. But my family got that one for me. It's in my house right now. But um, yeah, um, Obama was just great, and he was just awesome. But he had the money. Yeah, he had the connections. He had the money to do it. He was a lawyer. Yeah, he went to an Ivy League. He was a senator. He was a senator. Then people get money, right? <laughs> Guess who's still getting money during the government shutdown? Your senators and your representatives and your nasty president. Yep. While everybody else is sitting here hungry, <laughs> trying to figure out where we're going to find our next meal, especially the kids. Right. It's just such a mess. And so I want I want everyone to think about that. You know, we want to and I, I bring it up because President Obama, DT, the only reason why they both got into the office is because they got money. Yeah. He has money. And we're okay, yes, he drove fear and, and, and evil ideology. You know what I mean? But it just shows like what kind of system do we have when people who just got a load of money can just step up and be like, Oh yeah, I'm president now. I'm gonna make these people vote for me now and drive it off of fear. And now everybody is just in, in dire constraints because of the economy and the system and the way that we we govern ourselves when when it comes to money it's all about capitalism capitalism is the root of all evil it is it is the i gotta say that again you will not get rid of any ism <laughs> unless you get rid of capitalism capitalism and is the, bottom is the root of all evil and i learned that one from my dad he used to say that all the time. <laughs> he said all the time. Money is the root of all evil. He used to shout around the house saying that. Money is the root of all evil. Because <laughs> capitalism is. It is the root of all evil. It is. Yeah, totally. And I think that what's cool is um, that we can sit here and we can actually discuss this and say, like, yeah, this is true. You know, and maybe after this this segment, some folks may have some things to say. A man called in and said, you know, he got a little upset about what Janelle had said earlier. She had said that um, white people need to get it together. Gather your people because you may know somebody who voted for Trump. Called in and said, well, I'm white and I don't know anyone who voted for Trump. Well, you know what I told him? I said, well, sir, thank you for your time. <laughs> thank you for calling thank in. Thank you for still listening. Thank you for listening. Because <laughs> I know he's still listening. Hi, sir. <laughs> but you know what? I had to put that on blast, too, because if you plan on calling in, just know this is what we're talking about. You need to gather your people and it hurts your feelings, but this is what we're going through. This is what people of color are going through. This is what black people have to endure. Our kids are going to suffer in the next few days. And you may not care, but there are so many people who have to care. Yeah. And that's that on that. That's how I feel. And I feel like I, as, a, as a, a black person myself, you know, it, it, it's just, it's, I, it's hard to see people who look like me struggle. It is. And also, um, while we were on the music break, uh, Alyssa Pariah came in and she said, it's funny how the oppressed people are always the ones who have to fight for change. Hmm. And it is. 
like funny in a really disheartening way hmm. that we have to be the people who are already disenfranchised and we have to fight because at the end of the day in this government showdown when black people are fighting for ourselves that means we also have to represent everybody else who's affected by this even if everybody else who's affected by this isn't showing up with us or even showing up for us so i totally agree i think that because of that like if we don't show up for each other (laughs) what do we do what are we doing you know so um shout out to everyone who's listening in tuning in we are here for the fight for people for justice the government shutdown is terrible and we as women want to talk about the issues in the way that we can find ways to have a conversation about what's going on thank you all so much this is eight things (laughs) by the carters which is a call out to justice a call out to black art a call out to white supremacy and why black people just aren't a part of it. And it's really upsetting. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and I think that it's a perfect song to play when you feel down and you're down and out and you're upset. You can listen to this and, and know that you got it going on, girl. <laughs> Shout because out. Beyonce said so. Because Beyonce said so. And yeah, Jay-Z, whatever. But Beyonce said so. <laughs> and uh, go ahead and love yourself, girl. Here we go.
finna pull up in the zoo I'm like, chief, keep me Rafiki, who been lying king to you? Pocket watch it like kangaroos Tell these clowns we ain't amused Man, the clips for that monkey business 4-5 got changed for you Motorcades when we came through Presidential with the planes too When better get you with the residential Undefeated with the cane too I said no to the Super Bowl You need me, I don't need you Every night we in the end zone Tell the NFL we in stadiums too Last night was a f***ing zoo Stage diving in a pool of people Ran through Liverpool like a f***ing beetle Smoking real glue like it's legal Tell the Grammys that O for H Have you ever seen a crowd going apes? Top shift, call my girls and put them all on a spaceship. Hang one night when y'all say I'll make you famous. Have you ever seen a crowd going at you? We are back. KBOO 90.7 FM. You are tuning in to the one and only Bread and Roses, also known as Evergreen, <laughs> hosted by yours truly, Rachel Hartley. Now, here's the deal. You know, um, I just feel like there's just an entirety of people who need to talk about these things that we're talking about right now. And I just think that um, it's fair to talk about and to give us that space to talk about. And I think that if you are not willing to listen, that's really sad. It is. It's sad on you. That's sad. So we'll continue to talk. Because we will, because you guys won't read. So <laughs> I'll read you for you. <laughs> right, right, right. Right, right, right. So I'm trying to get this. You know, in our board op room, we have doors. We have like a... There we go. There you go. Yes, 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 yes. Trying to let people in because, you know, this is a community radio station and we want people to come in, to learn, to listen, to put their best foot forward so that we can all have a conversation about justice. I would like to end off with a note of justified and pro proactive positivity. Because when we get into conversations like this, we need to have them, but we also need to have a way to extract ourselves from that negativity so that we can keep moving, right? And so I want to ask you, Janelle, how, what are what's a way that you think that people could use in order to decompress, in order to find peace amongst the madness? I'm going to be honest with y'all. Um, y'all can let me know because <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out. Um, because I live in... Uh, According to many articles and the U.S. Census, uh, the widest large city in America. So 
Um, even just trying to find space away from white people is a struggle. And a lot of people in this city do not understand microaggressions and they do not understand space and they do not understand how to not stare. So yeah. uh, y'all can let me know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, I have a way. I try. At least I try to because I'm always going to be angry. <laughs> I'm yeah. always going to be angry. I always am. But um, I think that um, I, I really like to meditate. I really do. I meditate. I like to sit and take a breather. And I meditate on the thoughts that I had before so that I can um, be able to process in order to have that time so that I can think about how our, I will articulate myself next in that topic. So meditation helps me slow down and it helps me to think and it helps me to think about, okay, like what are the other resources that I could use to, to read up on the topic that made me so angry? You know, like what, what, then I can, I can just, I can, I can breathe, you know? Um, I talk to other people I talk to other people, even if they aren't like-minded, because if they aren't like-minded, then that means that that's a, a piece that hasn't been touched yet. Like that's a piece that people haven't been read yet. And if you don't know what reading is, like a read rather than like not reading a book, but a read is criticism. It's constructive criticism. And so if someone isn't like-minded in the topic that I'm discussing, then I will read them and let them know, okay, this is what it is. And I can only get to that point if I meditate. How can I get to that point if I talk to somebody about it, right? So learn learn different ways that, this is for everyone, learn different ways that you can, can find peace in processing so that you're not always on because as, as someone who uh, is an activist and someone who speaks on social justice, you've got to find ways to, to really like slow down and get it together so that, the, so that when the next topic comes up, which it always will, you're ready to go and you're ready to, ready to be there on the front line to talk to people and to get a solution. So that's just my advice. Um, it may not work for you. If, you're, if you got to get on the street and protest, then do it. You know, if you have to talk to your family, then do it. If you're a Trump supporter, decolonize your mind. And if you don't know what that is, Google it. And that's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> and I love y'all. I hope that you all have a safe Friday evening. I hope that you all talk to someone about what's going on and if you know someone that will be in need lend a hand we need your help this is not a time to point fingers at what people couldn't do if they are in dire need this is a point a time where you can do what you're supposed to do what you can do and you can help someone in need if you have the ability to but we all have the ability to because all it takes is a smile a hello how are you how can I help you? Here's a resource. So I want to say thank you all. And Janelle, do you have any um, last words you would like to tell the people? Um, Since I started off incendiary, I'm going to end incendiary. White people stop staring at me. <laughs> I agree. Staring is rude. It literally is. And it makes and me feel know, like an animal. And you know it's rude. Especially for black women. Stop staring. And if you really think that she's fine, just say hi. She might say hello back, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much. I'm going to play some good old lo-fi hip-hop music just to ease your minds because this was a tough topic to talk about, but it needed to be spoken about because we are in the middle of a crisis. Thank you all so much. This is Bread and Roses evergreen when Rachel Hartley is on. Thank you very much. Have a good night.
Cable Community Radio is proud to co-sponsor the counter-rally for reproductive justice on Saturday, January 19th from 1 to 4 p.m. at Pioneer Courthouse Square in Portland. On the 46th anniversary of Roe v. Wade, this rally is in support and solidarity with all people who have considered, are considering, or have received abortions. It is a protest of the Rally to the Oregon Right to Life March and will celebrate our victories in imagining a future where every person has access to the reproductive health care they want and deserve. Again. That's the counter-rally for reproductive justice on Saturday, January 19th from 1 to 4 p.m. at Pioneer Courthouse Square on the southwest corner at Morrison and Broadway in Portland. More information can be found at kboot.fm on the right side of the homepage under Community Events. Community Radio is proud to co-sponsor the 33rd annual Martin Luther King Jr. Breakfast on Monday, January 21st from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. at the Red Line Hotel on the River at Jansen Beach. King County Counselor Larry Gossett will be the keynote speaker for the Scanner Foundation's 33rd annual Martin Luther King Jr. Breakfast. Gossett, who was first elected to the King County Council in 1993, served as chair of the entire council in 2007 and 2013. Again, that's the 33rd annual Martin Luther King Jr. Breakfast on Monday, January 21st from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. at the Red Lion Hotel.